Yo, I got some shit to talk about. Yo, we ain't even gonna get no intro. Just go. So I just I just looked on my phone. This is, this is very expensive phone, right? <laughs> the one that you're not gonna get the a new one, one. The one that I'm not getting a new one of, right? Okay, but and I'm reading the report that there were three white students that pinned down a 12 year old black girl and cut her nappy and ugly dreads off. I'm still on three white students cut her nappy and ugly dreads off. First and foremost, who, who came up with nappy and ugly? There, there's so much. Ar- Yo, we, listen. I, I can't, even, you, you I can't know, even help you on this one because... There was another incident that happened where there were, Did you see the video of this black kid that got jumped by a bunch of white kids in a no. locker room? No. See, and this is exactly why I stay off of social media. You know, I will go on. I'm quick hit. I'll share some information about For the Love of the podcast MEE events because you will go mad at the Folks. foolishness and buffoonery. I tell you, that trumpet got everybody Folks. thinking that, listen... It's going to implode. It's going to implode. But you know what the difference is, though? The difference difference? is is that we ain't taking that shit. We ain't taking that. Keep poking the bear. We are not poking the lion. Taking that. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, listen, y'all. It's for the love of. I'm sorry that I started in that kind of way. Well, I'm not sorry, but you know, listen. We we are for the for our people. We are for our culture. We promote it. We promote the collegiate experience, of course. But at the end of the day, and 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 we and we promote. I can't even get my words together. I'm so hot right now. We promote all people, but what we don't promote. Is prejudice, discrimination, and hatred, and racial tension, which has been laced throughout this country for the last three years, up close and in person in our face. And not that it has not been, but right now, listen, when the people rise up, listen, when the people rise up, that's it. There is so much that we need to talk about today. So many different topics that we're gonna get into. Um, uh, actually, that was our disclaimer. That that was the is. disclaimer. You know, you get right or you get left, y'all. Period. That, that's cool. what it is. But we have so many things that we want to talk about. It is your favorite campus uncle. So uh, your, your uncle Fred is definitely in the Look, building. We all turned around. I, I'm just I'm just so upset right now. And <laughs> I, I have my sister in pain and struggling also in victory. The Liberated Project. Chick Tamara is definitely in the building. And that was man. painful. Absolutely. You hey, know, y'all, what's good? I, you know, let's. Just uh, brief. Let's talk about on. this. Let's let's, let's, uh, let's talk about this real, real briefly. You know, hearing about what I just read about three white students pinning down uh, a young black girl, right, and cutting the dreads off this young lady. Young girl, one even a young when, lady, twelve. Exactly. When, When is it enough? And not only that, and where were the teachers and when were the adults in this situation? That's that's just like... And and why do they all... It seems like... This young... Listen, that's just like this... That's just like with this... That's just like with this young man, this young man that was jumped jumped by a group... I, I saw the video. It was a young man. He couldn't be no more than 12 years old. Jumped by five, six white boys, pinning them down, hitting them in the face, slamming them up against the locker room. Someone's recording it. See, all these someone's recording it. All these freaking bystanders. No one's and no one's doing anything about it. 
I'm telling you right now, what y'all motherfuckers got a y'all got Listen. y'all and got yes, and I call you motherfuckers. <laughs> y'all for the love of y'all got two seconds. Just, just, just. I'm okay. Keep on. <laughs> okay. Keep playing. Listen, like my brother, like like the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, when he talked about uh, Barack Obama and how like you know people was you know. Uh, cutting into his uh, detail and all these white folks like were were getting you know Pass. access yeah. and passing in. Listen, Farrakhan warned people. He said, "Listen, you better not touch him because if so, it's gonna be all hell to pay. Because we gonna break you out. Better not touch him. Y'all need to stop this shit. Y'all need to cut it out because we only gonna take so much. This ain't this ain't this is not." The 1920s, 30s, 40s, early 19th century. This is not that time. It's not. And you know who sparked all this shit? I swear to God, like when Trump got in office, and I don't like to talk about politics like that, but this when this man got in office, he he awakened a sleeping giant. And now it it was already bad enough that adults are doing these things and saying things and all no, kinds of stuff. Now you got the kids. Now you got kids doing this. I'll be damned if I get a phone call from my son mm. or from his school mm-hmm. telling me that a bunch of white kids jumped him. It's jumped a, him. Good night, Irene. You might as well just let me let me pick out the cell that I'm going into. Because it's over. Let me pick the cell that I'm going we, we into, and let me let me money. just give you my thumbprints, and let me give you all that my phone on. call now because it's on. I'm telling you right now. But listen, you you would think that we have come so far, and we have, but yet you know this America is showing its it's showing its ugly face. Once again, and I'm t- and and you know t- my sister here was talking about that's why she doesn't go on social media. That's why she doesn't, Too much. you know. But here's the thing: if you didn't go on social media and you didn't know these things, Mm-mm. you know, what would your perspective be on of the world then? If you didn't know these things, if you didn't see these things, because you know what, there's so many examples. I don't need to go on social media to see it. And so let us let me say for again. For the love of, for our crew, for our team, we're not talking about all people who are non-black. Let me be real, real clear. We're talking about those individuals who are preying on in innocent people. Innocent we're talking people. about individuals and in this who case, are carrying just, hate in their right. heart and making the scenarios and the situations worse because they think that they what have more privilege privilege. And sometimes in instances they do, and they believe that their race is superior than any other. But for those individuals that know some bullshit, like there's one white woman on Facebook I did see, she has a picture holding up, it was some kind of rally. She said even white people are sick of other white people's racist bullshit. I'm telling you. We have to stand together. Everybody has to have a seat at the table and white men White women, we need you there because only you can talk to it so that way at least they can be listening to you. And we need you all to understand you do have privilege. Get right or get left, man. Period. You have privilege and it's important for you to be able to speak to that and understand that what this doing is wrong and you can't be a bystander. And this is the reason why 
some of the things that are happening, a lot of things are happening. We have individuals in Congress, the House, the Senate. They know what's happening in this administration is wrong. They're behind doors talking about his ass, but they're not checking him mm-hmm. because that's the one thing. If nothing else, they can be wrong as two left shoes, but they have code of conduct. They will go down and they will go down mm-hmm. and die with the lie. But Did guess you, what? We we going to burn this and, thing and, all the way here's down. Another, here's another thing that like kind of burnt my biscuits. Uh-oh, right? not the biscuits. Kind of burnt my biscuits. Did you see there was another video that was viral where there was no. two young black ladies that was getting beaten up by these uh, yes, the gas, gas, the gas, the gas people? The, you and Yo, listen. You and me. Tamara sent me that. And I was you like, what me. is this? He he was so flustered. He was like, wait a minute. I don't understand. Like, so what, what's going on? Trying, I said, they beating them because what happened, it was in Philly, right? Yeah. Um, two women went to get gas and I don't know if there was something wrong with the equipment, but there was spillage. So they said, hey, we want a refund spillage issue. They would not give them their money back. They're out. It was was a three or four men. I think mm-hmm. it was three men mm-hmm. beating up this one young lady. Then the young lady that she was with might have been in the car came and helped. They were beating them up. Did you see when the one woman tried to walk back in the store? He slammed the door in her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and and I, I've had some conversation about this, and someone brought up the idea of culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because these these men seem to be Middle Eastern men. Yes, they did seem know? to be. And because we're not certain, so we're right. saying seem they, to they, be. By the way they looked, I would think, my assumption would be that they're from the Middle East. Yes. Right? And if you have any familiarity with the Middle Eastern culture, you know, it's it's pretty strict when it comes to male and women interaction. Males don't want females in their face. Yep. They, like they, they you, lower like their you, gaze. You, right. They you call, like yeah. you, there there's gender norms. They very much so, especially if they practice Islam. So you all know that I just was in Dubai. So I was in the Middle East for um twelve days, be, you know, between twelve and thirteen days. They have separate everything. There's a separate pool. There is separate well what well, all have separate bathrooms but they're separate gyms everything is separate even when they go to the masjid to pray the women go on one side and the men goes on the other Mm -hmm. so and then when you're thinking about the way in which they love the way it speaks in the quran and holding up women now let me say this disclaimer we will disclaimer this we said they appear to be middle eastern and we if they are, we're saying if they practice Islam, right. there's certain um, rules, guidelines, certain viewpoints, right, viewpoints that they follow, and yeah. they don't. For the again, the way the reason the Quran, they respect their women, they love their women, they cover, you know, again because they're the only ones. That's but let to me see tell, that. but let me tell see you, them. but let me tell you the follow up, sure, of what has happened in that instance where these two young ladies were being beaten by these three men. Okay. So the community, all the black folks in the community. What did they do? They revolted and rebelled and they pretty much, they got that shop closed. Good. And I guess these same three men 
own another store, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a mile away, and they revolted, they rebelled, and got that store closed. Awesome. Too. So you know, again, mobilization, utilization, collaboration, cooperation. We need to do more of that. What did again, Madam President, say? Madam President, a protest is a good time. Yeah. We have to again tell them how to teach us, show them how to teach them, and then I'm going to not give you my money. Why would we again Killer Mike Killer Mike said listen, it best, why, man. Why, Killer Mike was talking about this too. He said, listen, we could protest all you want. He's like, but if you really he's like, if you really want to change some things, we gotta get together. Get we gotta together. we gotta and, come and to, we gotta come together and we gotta mobilize. Yeah. If we could take ourselves serious if we can't take ourselves seriously, Nobody then what the hell will. is gonna make you think that they're gonna take us seriously? They don't. But and that's you the thing, mean? we're a billion dollar business and we don't own anything. Okay. And we continuously that, so again, what Okay. What, so what's the whole thing? I'm gonna pay you to treat me bad? No. Nah, I don't even you know what, you can't get my all. money. So John Tay and I, we've been talking about this, whatever services, whatever the spaces and things of that nature that we need, mm-hmm. we're looking for individuals that are proprietors, business owners that look like us to be more about keeping our money within our community just like they do. And not this whole instance of anti-anything. So I just rocked a new t-shirt out of the Liberation line and it's titled Pro Me. Mm-hmm. And it means this, because I'm pro-me don't mean I'm anti-you. Because I'm pro-black don't mean I'm anti-white. I'm pro-me. And that means I want to be supporting individuals that look like me. Because you all do this. Everybody, different cultures, different ethnicities, they do it more so than we do. So why not take a book from their lesson? Can we say Black Wall Street, somebody? Come on, cooperative economics. Come on. Come Come on. on. All right. You know, okay. Come on, let's go. Woo! All right, y'all. I we we just had I just we right just had to, we just had to get that off our chest. That's a topic right there. But you know no, I saying? think so. Here's the deal. And with that, we're talking about the um, big ups to the individuals that did the people and feeling. I'm certain that they were people of all shades, colors, shapes, sizes, ages, social economic status, educational status that was on the front line. We have to stand on the vanguard for those things that are wrong, and you know it's wrong, regardless mm-hmm. of whoever it is. And that's the one thing I will say about people of color. Yo, there were so many people trying to check President Barack Obama, no matter what. They're trying to check Jay-Z, no matter what. But the moment somebody else that's outside of our community do something to us, we're crickets. We quiet. We say nothing, man. There's nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing, man. What's the deal with that? (laughs) We have to, if we're holding ourselves accountable, we should be holding everybody accountable. Great segment. I'm Again, I don't, I'm sorry, but not sorry. I, I apologize, but I'm not I'm not sorry for how this episode started off, y'all. We do have a game plan. We do. We do have that a game plan. That was a game plan. We do have a we game plan. We move into moments notice and, and, and we give you man, real. And we give you our real feelings listen. and we bleed, we hurt, we feel. And this is a platform, but it just isn't a platform that's about play play. Yeah. We're not here to play. No. And, and let me and again let me say this. We're not here to defend anything. We're here to disrupt it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I, th- th- there's a sword in the sand. Oh, yeah, you did say you brought your sword. There's a, I brought a sword. You so did. everything I said, I meant for real. Mm-hmm. I meant. So listen. Yes. There's a couple things. There's a couple things. That, <laughs> I'm listening, y'all. There's a couple things that I do want to touch on before we get to our main subject here. Okay. okay. Now, there is this 
trending thing that's happening now, and it's now shown its face on our college campus, probably in within Buffalo. Okay. And there's this forex uh, thing. You ever heard of that? Forex? I have. Okay. Now, I, I yes am. Let me be very. Let me be very clear. As if you weren't going to be. <laughs> I can smell a scheme anywhere. You can sniff it out. Yes. Now I understand that Forex is actually a real thing. Like, people go and get certifications and all of these things. Like, it's a real thing that Wall Street aficionados do. Okay. Like, they actually do this stuff. But I guess now... So is it trading? Is it like Bitcoin? Because let me just say... I, I, I've, man. We were talking about, and I'm like, okay, I have to do a little bit more reading, you know, yeah, on me too. it because me too. we know that what there is um, going to be a program here on campus talking uh, about uh, it. But listen, go back to you being real clear. Come on. Two, look, two, there's been already, I believe, two. There's going to be two programs here on campus where I guess they're trying to recruit people to be a part of a pyramid. Uh, of <laughs> Is that a, the Forex? Uh, that's the Forex of a pyramid scheme, right? And I say scheme because the more people that are in this Forex thing, I guess the more money the top person in. gets. And, and I do believe that there's like buy, like you have to buy into it. And then you buy in and you get what? Right. You, if, I... I haven't made it that far, but okay. But what I but what I do understand of it is that I, as soon as I saw a pyramid scheme, I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> but wait, so was, like, right. so was that you thinking it was a pyramid scheme because you're familiar with? Them, no, I seen it. No, I, I actually seen what like a visual, like a, a graph what? of how it operates, and they have rankings. Like a pyramid. Yeah, they have rankings. So, like, if you buy in at a certain amount of this, then you become this aficionado. And of then, it. but you have to bring in so many other people and underneath you. Underneath you, you, you have to bring people. Yeah, and, and 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 again, period. I'm not sure. Why is it? Can I? Here's an essential question. Why is it? Yes. And and again, like I'm being naive, y'all. I really am because oh, I don't know out. because I don't know this in its completion. But this is just my first take on it. Okay. Why is it that you have something that's a, a common practice, right? You have something that is a common practice, but then when it gets into the hands of black folks, it becomes a fucking scheme. Mm, come on now. It becomes a, like a so, scheme so, slash scam. I don't know. So I want somebody. It, I want somebody to educate me about this forex shit. I dare anybody to come on our platform and just educate me about the shit. Well, I'm all about it. But I, listen, that last statement, it sat with me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but it's serious, though. Why I is it? But why is it like that? It, it yo, seems that was to fire. me. If y'all didn't catch it, it seems to me that a common practice that has benefited everyone else. But us, but us now falls into our lap, and now it becomes, or it appears to be a scheme, a scheme or so a is, scam. So is it? So is it because? And I'm we're not saying that it is. And we're getting into things. We're making our own money. We're investing yeah. now. Yeah. So now, when we get the opportunity to benefit from opportunities like investing, like real estate, and what have you. Mm -hmm buying into NFL teams and 
baseball teams and NBA teams. That was the word I was looking for. Now it has to be some form of a scam. So is it all propaganda? Is it real or is it Memorex? Uh, man, I'm hoping that this is something real because there's a lot of movement with this. There's a lot of, it seems to be, where, okay, where where did this come from? Uh, because I heard like maybe la maybe Friday, maybe Friday I started hearing about, like it just came out of nowhere. Well, here in Buffalo, right. you know what I'm saying? Because right. I guess the rumor is Buffalo kind of slow, so we get stuff late. But, you know. Some things um, we want to get late because yeah, yeah. if it's a scheme and if it's a pyramid, yeah, because if we you Because if you did it poorly, we want to do it better. But, right. um, at the, but at the end of the day, it's like, wh where did this come from? Do you have any, any idea where this shit came from? No. Okay. No. So here it is. Um, my counterparts over here, they're just talking to me like, we do. We know where that shit came from. <laughs> we know where it came from. I, I don't know. Where'd it come from? I, listen. So from what I heard, it came from some, somebody in Buffalo already started doing it. Like he went to the school and then, I don't know, he came back and just brought everything Okay, you know what? I always say this: if it's something that is working, I want to see a bank statement. Right. <laughs> Don't show me like you're sitting in a car or in a Range Rover or in a Cadillac Escalade talking about something. This could be you. Fuck that. I want to see the bank statement. Show. Go on your go on your mobile app, sign in, and be like, "This is what I just got, y'all." So I so, got this pending. So here it is. <laughs> Forex and how does it work? It is exchanging foreign. So it's currency. foreign exchange, right? And trading. And it's the conversion of one currency into the another. So it's one of the most active traded markets in the world with an average daily trading volume of five trillion dollars. And it's a like this has been happening, like the actual practice itself has been happening for a while. Yeah, it's it's not new. Yeah, it's this has been happening for a long time. But so why is it that what well, this is a, okay? I love my people, but I make I love my people. I do. But why does it always appear that when it falls into our hands, it's crooked? Is it because you know we're not certain of how to go about doing it? So is it kind of like this? So it's foreign exchange right so it's tra trading so i was in dubai mm -hmm. right their money is durham yep so for one for every 100 durham it was 27 american so if i again right want to maximize my money right so i'm trading again durham American money for Durham. So then that way I have more Durham's than mm -hmm. I have American money. Well, I can get more for my buck. So I can give you $27 and I can get those pair of shoes for a hundred. Gotcha. So is it then I'm getting the currency and then what I'm selling it back, I'm trading it. Yeah. Where, where does the money, come, where does the money making come into play? That's where I don't I understand. Have, I have no idea. We're going to have to figure it out. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. More information to come, I guess, on that one. Right. Like yeah, I, more. yeah, we have to figure it out. Again, I'm being very ignorant and I'm being very judgmental, but I don't give a fuck. If you want to challenge me, come up here, come see me. Come no come idea. see me. Come see me. Educate me. Make me a believer. Make me a believer into it. You know what I'm saying? And if you can, shit, I'll invest. But until then, no. <laughs> exactly. Well, you ain't gonna worry about me. No. How about that? 
Another no. thing I want to talk about. Yeah, oh my God. Uh oh. Why, Molly? Why? Oh my lord, <laughs> folks. Yes, folks. What is going on with this brother Takashi Six Nine? Oh, what is going on? What? The memes are hilarious. With this brother, straight disrespectful. This man has been the chatty patty of them all. He had the net like he's been name dropping. He's been he's been rolling people. And he's been, I he's mean rolling. he's man and and apparently the feds have set him up with do you like think that's why he do you think that's why he was rolling people because the feds gave him a deal? It's listen you think he's going into the protective custody program? No. He's not doing none of that shit apparently. So then, and if he's not doing any of that, that boy is the feds. I agree. Me and my brother had this conversation. <laughs> I agree I that Charles he must very, be the damn feds because any any smiling, he's comfortable. Like there is no anxiety. There's no sweat. Like he's just like everything's fine, y'all. So all right. So everything's he, great. So he's turning people over. You know, have the relationship. You know, feds and what have you. So is he? Going, did they talk about his sentencing? How long they think he's going to serve? Will he serve because How he's rolling so many people? Listen, I don't he, know. He, so initially, he was supposed to be sentenced to 47, 40, he's supposed to do a 47 in life. 47? A 47 years to life in jail. So what was it? Murder? Double murder? What I, was it? What? What? I, I don't remember. What? The Rico. The Rico. What is that? <laughs> Racketeering. Oh, racketeering. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You could tell I you could tell I was never involved in no cricket shit. I don't know. Listen, nah. we you both agree. We're like, I huh? was like the what? The Rico? What? You know <laughs> no. we ain't got a criminal but, ball in our body. But yeah, but like so apparently like racketeering, I know what that is. Racketeering, okay, no problem. Cool. We you know do I'm saying? not have a criminal and now he's don't ask us to do nothing. And I understand like he's been like I guess he's been promoting all of this stuff in his music. Correct. What, the like hearing is that how he get caught? The image, the image of oh. Takashi Six Nine and him being a part of uh, a gang affiliated uh, space, and you know, and, and putting it in his music, and I guess personifying it, you know, and all this other stuff. And now he gets caught. He gets, you know, I guess people within his gang are like they were trying to kill him. They was trying to like beat him up, rob him, all kinds of shit. You know, which leads to now the present. Now he's in, he's under the custody of the feds. He's cooperating with the feds. I even heard a, a, a quote that I guess someone asked him, when did you feel that you wanted to cooperate with the feds? He was like, immediately when I got locked up. Wow. Like immediately, like a, the, the very next day. So here, so again, for you and I, because we're clearly the only ones that don't know, Rico passed in 1970, Racketeer oh, Influence and Corrupt Organization Act. They have a whole act. Mm. And it is a federal law designed to combat organized crime in the United States. It allows prosecution and civil penalties for racketeering activity performed as oh, a part of an ongoing so criminal 
enterprise. That just sounds so bad. Rico. That just just sounds so bad. I was, I'm telling y'all, I was never built to be a gangster. I was never built. It's clear. I was never built to be that. I mean, I ain't no pussy, but I was never meant to be that. No, we ain't no punk. I was never meant to be that. And, you know, now he's name dropping people and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, yo, like, and, and then later comes out and, he and, pled, and, he, and then he pled not guilty and the, <laughs> and then he's interviewed and they're asking him like he says no I don't want no protective custody and then he said when I get out I'm gonna continue doing music because I have a following and I got money I was like oh okay yo <laughs> what the fuck what <laughs> yo I'm sorry like I'm from the hood y'all like I'm from the hood where like you know listen you, 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 you've been in one hood you've been in all of them listen I might be with you and Charles because there was some conversation with the um, FBI and we know how listen, trustworthy they are. Listen, they indicated that his life was in jeopardy before he got arrested. So, listen, you know, is there something to it? I'm not certain. L- let me ask you. Let me but ask. Plead out. Let's ask the hook question. Then. Let's oh, ask that. Okay. Like, what is a snitch? We are. The snitch, somebody who tells. So if you and I, somebody that tells, somebody, somebody who somebody, tells. <laughs> there's my academic answer. Someone who tells on someone else. So you and I rob a bank. Charles is the getaway driver. Yep. Yo, we gotta, we have again to set up plan, but it falls apart, and they find Charles. Charles sings like a canary, and he blows us in, even though we got away. Damn. <laughs> Damn, you know, mm, you know. See, we see, we come from the hood. Like, okay, and the reason, and the reason why, the reason why I pose that question is because just because you you come from the hood doesn't mean test me. No, not at all. Just (laughs) because you come from the hood doesn't mean that you follow the rules of the hood. Sure, absolutely. Hands down. Like Remy. So there's a there's a show called State of the Culture that's hosted by Joe Buttons, and there's a panel. Love this show. (laughs) There's a panel of hosts right yeah two in particular is uh remy ma remy remy martin yeah right remy ma right mm-hmm. everybody knows who that is right yes, we do and there is a new co-host i don't know her name mm-hmm. i don't know her name We're gonna find out but she has what? a background in law and what's the name of the show again Ebony K. Williams. That is... Does her name sound familiar? Ebony K. Williams. Yes. She and Remy were in a highly contested debate about the Takashi 6ix9ine, and it led into the, I, I guess, the whole thing about being in court and how this whole thing works. Right. And Remy first started off by saying that, first of all, if you were in court and it was something like this of this magnitude. Right. You wouldn't even know. First of all, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even hear about the testimonies or anything like that until it became public record. Right. Now you hear about things 
the day of. Yeah, yes. you're getting quotes yeah. the day of of people testifying in court. He's like, there's people in court recording with their phones, like sneaking the recording and leaking it online so people can hear what he is saying. She was like, yo, that shit wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. That shit wouldn't have happened 15 years but ago. But I'm even surprised that it's happening now, especially in this day and age where we're technology savvy. People are looking for that first 15 seconds of fame where they're trying to sell the idea of the story to somebody else or like, yo, I got the drop. I got the beat on them. Like what? And then here's that. I'm surprised that they're even allowing that to happen. And, and then, so, but what happens if if it was a another case of someone else who was of another persuasion? Mm. Come on. But so here's the deal. Ebony K. Williams said in this heated dialogue and discussion, she said there's do's and don'ts yes. to, again, the idea of snitching. And as a defense attorney, that's, again, what she's there again to talk about. You know, it became so tense. vehemently disagree. It became so tense between the two of them about this whole Takashi 6ix9ine and him snitching. Wow. Remy was like, listen, I need to get off this show. I need to get off this couch because I don't feel comfortable with her giving advice as to how to snitch. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> and so what I love about that is, again, the code. Regardless of how you feel Listen, about snitching, right? regardless man. of how you feel about snitching, yeah. Remy Ma stands on that because she comes from the hood. She understands, sure. you know, what that means, and it is a code of conduct. We should be handling things within our own community and what that looks like, and that's where again we're divided. And I understand, but also in the same breath, Remy made a statement. She was like, "Listen, unless you knock, unless you're cut from that cloth, and you don't play no game with it." Don't play no games Don't with play it. No games. She was like, you will be, get snatched quote up. Quote unquote, be a law abiding citizen. <laughs> if you're not about that life, basically Call what she said, the hey police. girl, hey. If, if you, you not about that life, yo, have a seat. Do the right thing because it like don't <laughs> okay, sit up here and fake as if like you this you that big bad and bad and, you ready to and all this other stuff. And then you singing like a canary. You know what I'm saying? And you, with, and you man, ready for the protecting witness, man, listen, protection witness program. I, do you think, let me ask you a question. Sure, I like questions. Do you think, <laughs> I enjoy if, you. If, all of this fall, if all of this falls away to the to the wayside and Takashi 69 is released, he doesn't even have to do no time. Let's say like all this, because he's been singing like a canary, mm-hmm. you, know, give, you know, giving all these people up. He's already had people bugged his house, his cars, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So they got all this information. Sure. And he's admitted to it and he's giving out like more more folks. Do you think that he's gonna do more than five years? So Because that was a, but the reason why I'm asking is sure. because what's her name? Um uh, Ebony K. Williams. Ebony K. Williams. She mentioned Ebony with an I. She mentioned that I guess the plea is is that if he were to participate and cooperate with the feds, mm-hmm. he'll be out in like ten years, like seven, like no, like a five to seven years, and then maybe earlier than that for good behavior. Right. Okay. Like he'll get out, and she was like, first of all, I would have never had my client agree to that because if you're singing like that, if you he are, should be give, able to walk you away should be able to free. walk away immediately. Like right. if you're giving off everything, then I want my client to walk away free. Right. Like, 
Scott's free. Like, Gone. With the wind. <laughs> look, where's my shirt? Where's my Timberlands? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where's where's my where's my jacket? Where's my money, my wallet? Where's my, my keys? And I'm out. Where's my keys? I'm out. Right? Do you think that he's gonna do you think the courts are still gonna make an uh an uh, an example of him? So I think they've already made an example of him. The very mm. fact that I need yeah. mm, right. Because you gotta come back, homie. We, you got to come back. They've already made an example of him. And again, going back oh. to this code of conduct, he's he, they've already made an example. And they basically said, hey, black man, you know what? We You got caught up in this Rico racketeering business activity mm. and you're going to do 47 to life. You ain't going to be able to do nothing. We're going to tell you when you're going to eat. We're going to tell you when to get up. We're going to tell you if you can play basketball and if you want to read a book. <laughs> We gonna talk about that, right? And so he said, "Hey guy, hey, hey guy, hey." Well, what if you know I have something else? So they've already made an example of him. So there's a lot of commentary. Have you seen the memes? No, Uh, the the me. Here's the deal. Let me say this. I've seen more memes than I've seen anything else. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? I was like, oh my. Did you see the Where's Waldo meme? No, I didn't see. Oh that my god! <laughs> there is a there is a meme no. of Takashi Six Nine looking at a Where's Waldo map, and he's pointing. <laughs> oh my, he's just po- straight disrespectful. He's pointing like he's right there. I'm like, Str- yo. He, he's even telling a Waldo. Yo, it's so he's bad. Giving up everybody. It's so bad. God, 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 God help this brother. So, I, I hope that everything works. So here, so here's the deal. Um, he indicated. 6ix9ine indicated that he was just going to hire a whole bunch of people to kind of keep him safe. There's conversation that believe that there's a possibility he's working with the feds. Mm. I'm not certain. I don't think, well, I'm not certain. Let me just say that. However, if he is, has, and will continue to share the information that he's sharing, I would be concerned Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just would be I'm concerned for him and, and all the other things that go with it, because what it says to us again is, look, the moment we get a deal, the moment we can opt out, the moment we can bargain with our freedom, our life, we'd be the first ones to do it. And is that because of the way in which we entered this world? Mm. This United States. Mm. So those are those are some of my thoughts and questions behind it. And again, what's the messaging? And then let's just be real, real clear: we're not the only ones participating in Rico. Yeah, but that's he, very true. We're not. That's very true. We're not. You know, I'll I'll end with this because yeah, we gotta get to a bigger topic. <laughs> You know, this this is this is a very uncomfortable conversation because again, you know, I'm I'm from the hood. We from the hood. We we know the code. We know how it is. You know what I'm saying? No code of conduct. And you know, but I was never really. I was never a gangster. I was never about that life. But I knew for a fact, like there was one thing I was not doing. Mm -hmm. There was one thing I would not do. And what's that one thing? I was not snitching. Exactly. I was not talking. And 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 that's Mm -hmm. why. What did Remy Ma say? Remy Ma said, play your post, play your position. And if you are not about this, have a seat. Go on over there and have a seat. Now, do I believe in the whole, you know, should we or should we not be snitching? 
you know, like if it's a baby that was killed, you know what I mean? Listen, there's so, there's so T. many. T.I. on his, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. T.I. on his podcast had an interview with Rick Ross, like the real uh, right. Rick Ross. Yep. And they were talking about snitching. what's snitching and what's not. They was like, yo, listen. They was like, if somebody's breaking into my house, I'm calling the police. Is that snitching? No. No. It was like, hell no. Nah. It was like, but if I, if my boy, you know, he was like, if my boy is um, having, if my boy's girl is having an affair with someone and I see it and I tell my boy, am I snitching? He said, yes. He said, he's like, no. <laughs> That's no. what T.I. was like. He's like, T.I., if you saw your boy, your boy's girl having an affair, Right, the boy. Which with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Are you telling your boy? And Ti's response was indubitably, <laughs> indubitably, indubitably. Okay, but did he ask the question? <laughs> so yeah, okay, I see that. But did he ask the question? What if it was two of his boys? You said, what if it's two of his boys? Yeah, that's that's my question. Because yeah, if I see again, right, my girl, right, my home girl, <laughs> indubitably. You silly. And I see her man, right? He dipping off with some other chick, and she ain't a part of the crew. Yes, I'm telling my girl. But what if it? I wind up finding out. So there's so there's conditions of I of, so. of telling. Yeah, I think there is. But I think when we're talking about the whole idea of snitching, it ain't I think my it's business. it's it's deeper than well. You know, you cheated on my, you know, you cheated on my homegirl, you cheated on my sister. I think it's deeper than I think when we're we're talking about snitching, it was about, again, individuals in the community who were really about that life doing that crime. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. My son, my son one day, my son, (laughs) he got in trouble. Like, I saw him doing some shit, right? I saw him doing some stuff. And, you know, I went off and I told his mother, right? I was like, yo, mom, you need to check him. I was like, he did X, Y, and Z. Kai, Kai was like, under his breath, he's like, yo, you snitching, man. You straight snitching. I looked at this boy, I said, God damn, I just did. <laughs> God <laughs> you damn, I right, just like, did. You know like, what, son? My bad. God damn, I was but, like, you know what? Right, but yeah. again, talking about rules, but your mother and I don't have any secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so although he was like, yo, yeah. dad ratted me out, but I understand. So you showed him there was another level to your relationship. Right. So we're talking about within the community. We said, you breaking my house? No, it ain't snitching because you, you ain't had no business. If you do something to my mom or my sister, my daughter, absolutely not because I'm going to break your neck. Right. Right? Yeah. So, I guess there's levels to this, man. Mm-hmm. There's levels to it. But right, I so, mean, but the code, but we already know the code. Ain't we ain't, we ain't the snitching. code is broke. Right. The code is broke. So let's get to our real topic, yo. We already got through all this bullshit. Let's, let's. And it's real. Let's, it's real, real. Let's, let's, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. I'm here for it. So. Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> let's talk about drugs. <laughs> let's me. talk about let's drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's and talk. Me. Let's talk about. You know, there was a song called the. Uh, this guy called Afro Man. You ever? Do you remember Afro Man? Mm-mm. I can't say that I do. My man said, "I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then." I got high. <laughs> 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 I'm so weak right now. <laughs> La, da, 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 da. La, da, da. Matter of fact, that should be the song we use. La, da, da, da. 
Yo, he made a song about getting high. And by everything everything was about because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. But now that you hit me with again, um, what is it called? Right? The Yo. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The hook. Uh, man. It sounds at, familiar. That song, I'll never forget it. And because I used I to blast that song because it was so funny because it reminded me of college students. It reminded me of that. Like, I mean, so eat, waking really? and waking. Listen, waking and baking. Literally, like college students will wake up in the morning and before they brush their teeth, the first thing they do is roll up another, roll up another blunt. Ain't done nothing. Ain't, Ain't been to class. No, nothing. nothing. Just wake so, and bake. So, Let's go. So how was, so how was this showing up on college campuses? So so what oh, so so what does that look like now? When we're talking about again, you know, the drug scene, or do we even call it drugs? Like we know that cannabis have medicinal medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that it's becoming legal in more and more states and I believe New York is getting ready to be behind it as soon as they've learned how to what capitalize and monetize on it, I tell you. This capitalistic society we live in. Now is it true it. now is it true that New York State has decriminalized weed? So Is I, it the truth? Or is it New York City? Listen, let's see. I'm I hear both. So Individuals are just kind of moving all the way through it, and if there's not, if it's just in the city, I don't. Know, how can how can they de, you know, compartmentalize the whole state? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But I know for a fact that on college campuses, since that has happened, there has been a major influx in weed activities i'm talking like and it's not and it's not just listen i did an experiment i did an experiment and i went to another college campus and it was just as bad over there i was like whoa you as soon as i stepped foot on the campus i saw groups of people smoking weed smoking weed and i'm just like yo this is this is some real shit. Like, this is really going on, right? And it's, I mean, not for nothing, I'm not going to point out who this was, but I saw a faculty member and they were smoking weed. Wow. So let me say this. And I was like, whoa! It is New York. <laughs> New York decriminalizes... Um, New York State? Marijuana. Yes, it is. And Governor... <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, Governor Cuomo. Cuomo. Yep. New York's long overdue legislation decriminalizing marijuana possession took effect on Wednesday. But there's, a, but there's quantities, right? Like, you can't be arrested. Yeah, you can only have so much on you. Right. And things of that nature. Um, but they're talking about um, expunging. They're talking about, um, you know, taking away... Uh, misdemeanors and, and now making them violations and it automatically expunges old misdemeanor convictions so those are the things that well I guess um, the good thing I guess the good thing is is that it does right. and you are you, so here it is you're expunged here's the breakdown of what the law does possession of less than two ounces of marijuana is considered a violation not a crime what's that two clips I'm not certain you know 
right? I don't know the math. Um, the on violation that. is still an arrestable offense, but it won't result in a prison term or criminal record. It won't. It will not. It will not. Here it is again. Goldman explained the violation is still an an arrestable offense, but it won't result in a prison term or criminal record. The penalty for possession of less than one ounce of marijuana is lowered from 100 to five from 100, excuse me, to 50 and won't increase because of an individual's criminal history. The penalty for possession of between one and two ounces is $200 regardless of the criminal history. Mm. There it is. What about those that have been locked up for something like that? So it says past convictions of marijuana possession of 25 grams or less will automatically be expunged. Good. Okay. Well, I guess that's a good thing, right? Okay. That's yeah. a great thing. Yep. Well, and, and I'm glad that you read that and cleared that up because just recently there was a group of students who were participating in cannabis okay. and they were outside of a room. Right, not a room, but they, they were a, a outside building. of a building, a, a building where business is being conducted. Okay. Someone made a phone call to UPD. UPD came up and they reprimanded them. And then, and, and, and the students, happened? and the students were like, "Yo, you can't do this. Like, you can't, you know, you listen. Like, we're just sitting here. Like, we got literally like one blunt, and we're passing it around." Right. But I think one. So here's the deal. So, yes, although the state of New York has decriminalized cannabis smoking marijuana and as long as you have less than two ounces and things of nature on your person and, if you know, still arrestable. We just you know, I, I just read that. However, it doesn't lead to any criminal record. Buffalo State College is still a smoke free campus. I, OK, so. Hello, somebody. You know what? That is such. I had to say it, and and I and I, and I totally understand the stance, but that's some bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because there is staff members and sure faculty are. members smoking who cigarettes. are smoking cigarettes right outside. They are. They Double smoking standard. cigarettes, Indeed. and like walk. I've seen campus aficionados walking mm-hmm. together smoking, smoking cigarettes. Indeed. So, and I'm like, yo, like, so, how are you supposed to be modeling the behavior that these students, that you want these students to, pers- to personify, but yet you not doing it. are not doing it yourself? So the idea is this, because an institution, a college, an organization, company cannot tell an individual you can't you shouldn't be smoking. If they smoke, they smoke. So a smoke-free campus, a smoke-free environment business means you can't smoke within a certain parameter. Got right? you. So there's, and I can't remember what the parameter is. It's but, just not on campus. Right. So you're supposed to be so many feet away from the actual buildings. 10 feet. Now, right. Okay. So 10 feet. So now some companies and organizations have the smoking booth. So then it's all enclosed. So you were near smoking and inhaling. Like, why would you want to do that to yourself? Uh, yo, but, my so, Lord. <laughs> so they have smoking booths. So, smoking booths. <laughs> yep, they have smoking booths. You can see it. It's all cloudy inside. Oh, my God. So, yes, you're absolutely right. But Buffalo State has not done a really, really good job of are we the only? That. Are we the only college That's, in Buffalo that has that is smoke-free? Probably not, but I don't know that for certain, so don't hold me to that. Got you. We can figure that out. 
I'm not certain. But again, so let's just go back. So because it's been decriminalized and because they can smoke freely, I think one of the things, so as a professional, as an individual who, hey, I don't give a care about cannabis because I think it's better than alcohol. I think it's better than the other drugs. However, I think for me, when the scholars and I've said it to several of them several groups of them as a matter of fact I have some pictures because they're staying right outside my window so if you're smart enough to smoke right outside a an administrative building you're smart enough to get again caught on camera so I took pictures every day I see at least two or three people smoking outside this window right outside um, the window there's all this grass Take a walk up the corner and then come back. Do your business and then go on to class. And not to mention, UBD is right there. UPD. Hello. Right there. <laughs> right there. Hello. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, come on. So is it that, you know, they're like, uh, they're flipping them the bird, like, yo, it's decriminalized. So because I don't think, because I don't think they really, they don't understand what that means, what that means to be a smoke free campus nor I don't think they even care it's clear that they don't care because again I know I be catching contacts and that cannabis smells real good oh my lord I'm telling you I'm not certain what strand (laughs) it is sativa and what's the other one indigo or something like that oh my god it's three strands let me tell you they all do different things but yes they do oh lord and you gotta be careful what it is that you get and who you get them from but Here's here is Samara. This, look, look. <laughs> Samara. Hey, guy, hey, Samara. Listen, don't let the diction fool you. Samara. <laughs> you know, you know, I never really got into weed like that. I never did. I tried it a well, lot. Me either. I tried it. I mean, me, I did it. You I know. mean, gummies. Gummies. I had the edibles. That, yep. Gummies. I had the edibles. I before. haven't had a brownie. No, I had the. I had a. How did you like the brownie? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Be a transparent moment. Someone very close to me, someone very, 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 very close to me, uh, at one point in their lives, tried an edible and they only took one bite of it and was fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. I need to go tell you my story about the edible. It's it's, it's just too hilarious on so many levels. You know, you know, like now they have like weed drinks now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They have weed drinks. People are cooking weed into their food. See, I, you know? You know I, now, I know about, again, we had the brownies and the, and the cookies and things of that nature. Yes, but drink, I don't know if I could do that. But So let's go back to the misunder, not necessarily the misunderstanding, but the way in which our scholars are showing up and the way in which they're like, okay, well, since New York, has the state has decriminalized it that means it's open right we can do it whatever because we can smoke there are any signs around here i believe that that the very fact that there hasn't been any communication from the administration to deal with it when they know they well know these scholars are smoking weed they're doing all kinds of things why wouldn't there be some form of official communication from the administration to say this is how we are going to monitor or deal with the fact that the state of New York has decriminalized it. Well, I think well, I think I think there was some form of communication that went out. When I think, and what did it read? Um, I think don't don't quote me on this, but I remember a student 
read an email to me that was sent from the up and ups about how they were going to handle weed and the usage of weed. So then why, so then if that's the case, then so why are these students confused when I, when you and I say, and other people say, listen, you, yeah, it's been decriminalized, but you just can't be smoking outside of. It was more so like the protocol, like what officers can do in terms of like proceeding with, you know, like officers can't arrest or they, they won't arrest a student for, if you have un, if you have right. under certain amount, yeah. So it was it was pretty much it was pretty law. much like clarity in terms of like how they want to pr- proceed with this new rule, I guess. But it, so again, so if it just dealt with that, what about not then taking a step further? And that basically meant we should have you know saw you know researched if there was any communication um, from the commun- um, from the college and administration concerning this, and our bad for that. So if that's the case, if they talked about, okay, this is what, again, UPD mm-hmm. can do if you are stopped or you're asked about it, then I believe there should have been any event that it wasn't. So here's the disclaimer. We're not saying that it wasn't, but if it wasn't, why not then take the next step and say, and since our campus is a smoke-free campus, you can't smoke. You Well, you know you can't be smoking in the dorms and you can only smoke in these particular places or you have to be so many feet away from mm-hmm. a building where there are professionals, staff, um, people residing, eating or whatever. Be real, real clear and specific mm-hmm. about what that looks like. So then that way, when that one scholar that you're talking about get written up because somebody caught UPD and they get cited, right. they would have they would have had that information because they're looking like, well, what do you mean? Right. And that's what sc- students with two brothers. Walked by them yesterday, you know, just to let you know, they're citing people for, you know, smoking cannabis you, right outside. You might want to go. You, you might want to take go. a walk. Yeah, you might want to like, take oh, a okay, walk. And they like, okay, that's what's up, thanks. So if they knew that, I don't think that they would be, again, just, they, they plop right down in front of the building. Yeah. And yeah. light up. Yeah. I, man, you know what? Let's switch, let's switch the tone. Okay, come on. Shall we? I'm, I'm all about it. Let's go. What is the fascination of smoking weed? I think you, you you have to really, we'd have to, that'd have been a great question for um, our colleague, but he's no longer here. Um, I think it, it, one, let me say this. I don't know if I would- Why wake up and do wake and bake? No, here's the deal. I know that for certain, there are individuals that who have, that have, PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and it is the thing that levels them out. They've been in war scenarios that. and situations, so it's that medicinal, that. so it's the calming. I get right? that, and I understand the medicinal part of it. Yes. I understand yes. The, the, um, the prescriptive part of it. Sure. But for those that just... Again, I would liken it the to the first thing you do in the morning. But OK, so can if we're talking about being fair and balanced, there are some people that first thing in the morning they do is get a glass of wine or beer. So it, the same thing could be asked of that. There are people that are drinking in the morning, too. That's, there are people that's hitting the line in the morning, too. Come on. So the people that are shooting up in the morning. Oh, we're going to talk about that. So. So. Oh, we're going to talk about. And, yeah, you you just hit something. Oh yeah, I like but, but but I but I 
uh, just remind me about lines. Okay, I got it. Remind lines. me a line. I'm about lines. I'm gonna write lines down. Remind me about lines because that's it. another that's another drug we need to talk about. Okay. Because that that's that's cool. Man. So yeah, so wow. I so I think that wow, there are individuals who find enjoyment and pleasure out of smoking cannabis like there are individuals that find joy and pleasure out of with having a glass of wine having a beer because remember at one particular point drinking also was illegal so they found out a way how to capitalize that and then now it's normalized it's no big deal even underage drinking but we're talking about marijuana cannabis weed that were primarily said to be prominent in our communities and our neighborhoods and when you see the disproportionate number of black and brown people who were arrested for carrying mm-hmm. marijuana or even let's just even talking about crack cocaine well crack and we're talking about the amount is way more a way smaller than again cocaine but individuals that were carrying cocaine on their person they get less sentencing than individuals that had crack cocaine. We know that this is real. We know that the numbers are staggering and we know that it's significant. Michelle Alexander talks about it in the new Jim Crow book, which is another excellent book talking about our other session. I just love books, (laughs) right? Um, So it's the same thing. So why is one thing, again, diminished while another thing isn't? Is it because it's connected to so-called, you know, number of black and brown people? Mm -hmm. And Vegas, I was in Vegas in August of last year. You know, it's legal there. Right. Dispensary. So I'm like, hey. All over the place. Right. Wanted to see what one looked like. There weren't that many black and brown people in there, but it was packed. Need I say more? And it's expensive. It's expensive in there. Uh, not really. <laughs> well, I, well, let me say. <laughs> she's in let there. me say this. I don't know because I don't smoke it and you know have edibles and things like that. nature. When you in Rome, you do what the Romans do. So I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> so let's have a good time. Yeah, let, let's do that. Don't give it. <laughs> don't give. Don't give my wife any any ideas. Don't Sierra, do it. you ready to go to Vegas? No, girl? no, no. She's we been no. Turn- we've been to Vegas, but she, my wife, she wants to try it, and I'm just like, no. There's not. So here's the deal. I, let me say this. No. Why not an edible? Don't say that. Don't say no. Don't don't no no. Sarah. Like she, no. no. Girl, hey girl, hey. Okay, you it's know a girl's what? trip. Yeah, you might. Okay, girl's that trip. might have. But that okay, might have so to be, so in all y'all, y'all might have to do that. Then. Right. We'll do it. We'll 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 have a girl's trip. But I can't speak to whether it's expensive or not because I'm not again a individual who has it often like matter of fact the number on one hand so i'm not certain what expensive is i'm certain if we ask some scholars they will definitely be able to tell us (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure we have some uh folks that'll be able to tell us the price ranges indeed but so going back to the question for real being serious about it um it's it's about the stigma again why is it stigmatized why is it looked down upon when there are other drugs that are worse that do more damage they're more vehicular manslaughter there are more car accidents there's more again a lot of things is connected to other drugs than cannabis because what it mellows you out you chill like hey like you know i never got that let me see so let me say 
I never got that experience. So what was your experience like? So like back in hey, my listen, wait a minute. There's a whole show called Weed a Kit. You have to watch it. Weed a Kit. Yeah. So the etiquette about weed. Oh, they Lord. did. Oh my goodness, it's a great show. I can't remember what channel it's on, but they t- they um had somebody get high and smoke, 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 and then. Yeah, I'm driving a car because they were talking about the impairment. They were, again, debunking and demystifying all of the negativity surrounding what happens when you're high, uh, high and things of that nature. And um, his, um, his driving was impaired, but it was like slowed down. It was very different compared to when someone is inebriated. Okay, got you. So we the kid. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to check that out. But check it out. Um, but yeah, like I, I never had the experience of. So what was it like? Tell me. I was, you know, like I was. It, <laughs> I used to date a girl who was a weed head. She, wow, like wow. She was serious about it. Yeah, yeah, it, man, and she, like, she one day she's like, here, try it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it ain't nothing laced in that bitch or nothing like that. Yeah, like, that's hey, the thing. You, that's, you know, that's, it ain't nothing. And she was like, no. She she even like showed me. She's like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And she rolled it up. She rolled it up, let it up. She's like, here, try it. And I did. And we smoked the L together, right? The dude. We, we smoked the L together, right? And I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm like, this must Nothing not be happened. no good shit like this must not be good like cause I don't and she's high as a kite she is gone and I'm just like I just feel like I feel lazy so that's so it all depends on the I strength. feel lazy and I think that's I one feel of, lazy because it, again it like mellows you out it relaxes you yeah, I so, got, it, okay. so it depends on the strand, and they all do. Di- so some of them mellow you out. Now that same young lady, yes, you know, because I don't want to just focus on weed, but that same young lady gave me shrooms one day. Uh oh, mushrooms like? D- Listen, yes, <laughs> yes. <Mm-mm. laughs> She put she cooked shrooms and she it. put it in the in the food. We had spaghetti. She put it in the food. Now, did that jack you up, Tamara? I'm sitting on the same couch. <laughs> I'm sitting on the same couch. I got done eating and then I started seeing this blinking orange light in the Move corner. Away from the light, Carol and I'm like, man. like I'm like, like it's just if you could put. Let me create a visual. If you could put your, if you're looking straight and you put your hand towards your eye and you just open your hands <laughs> up like this, you just open it up and it's just constantly there. I'm like, yo, do you see that shit? She's like, what? And she's laughing. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't see that fucking light? I was like, why is that light? Like, and, and, and it was a light. It was a light. It was like, a landline phone, right? <laughs> that was all the way in the corner of the room, but the light was like right here in my face. And it, it was like, it was like magnified, right? Then we had the nerve to walk down the street. No, oh my not. Lord. You would have thought I was smoky. 
That's you would have thought I was smoking. I'm like, oh shit! Like, like things were just like jumping out of you. You know, things were magnified. Leaves were falling down. Them shit was like big as fuck. I'm like, yo, like I, it's a hallucinogen, and it was just yes. Yo, listen, I, I was like, I don't want to come outside. <laughs> I want to go home. I want to go to sleep. I don't want to. She and she's just having. She's just having fun. That was my experience. That was my one and done. I was like, I never in my life will I ever so do was it, anything like that again. So wasn't it like the scene in Amadea's family reunion when oh the, my God. Uncle Joe gave the lady and she saw the rabbit? Oh, oh. <laughs> It was worse than that. If you have ever saw that movie, you know what we talking oh my about. Goodness. Saw the rabbit. It, it was yeah. It, 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 was, it was crazy. But move you know, away from the light, here. But move away, move away. Move but away. It, another drug that's pretty rampant on campus that I'm finding out. What? Coke. Cocaine. Not crack. Not crack. Cocaine. So how are they? How are they affording cocaine? That shit is man. That shit is expensive. But not only that, like that shit is expensive. Unless you know how to make it. Unless you know how to make it. Well, you know how to make crack. You can make crack. But crack is different. You can make crack. Can you make cocaine? Crack is nothing but the crystallization of cocaine. Yeah, I know. But it's a solid form. But you still have to get it though. Listen, I I don't know how they're getting it, but I'm listen. I within the last two years, I've been hearing that there is a growing population of coke sniffers. Mm-mm. I don't that that and is troublesome on so many different levels. And not that again, we're we're saying one drug is well, we know that the, you know different drugs had different effects and um, impacts on people's lives. Mm-hmm. We know the impact of the crack epidemic because that was real in our particular lives. Mm-hmm. We see the way, you know, Heroin, cocaine, hair, oh my goodness, that Heron. Yeah, Heron. What they call it? Um Mm-mm. um dog hash or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah, that's we man. we we know all of the unfortunate, you know, effects of it, but our college students well, that's deep Man There's a gr- Listen There's a growing population Of that happening now So now So we're We're already coming In contact with it Man Okay So like it's I'm hearing like It's parties Like Who I'm has hearing, that kind of money I don't know they don't, ha- they don't even have books I don't know Say that shit again They don't even How have books How can you not have back to books, books again <laughs> But you, but anyway, but yeah, but like it, it, it's ha- it's books. happening, and like it's, you know, I, I just had this conversation uh, with my team, with with uh, my uh, team of students, and um, you know, I made a statement. I was like, listen, weed for me was never an addictive drug for yeah. me, you know. Mm-hmm, sure. I was like, and I've never met someone that said that they can't get off of weed. Mm. I was like, but, you know, like, no, I've never met a person that said that, um, that they could, like, they, well, that they could, they could get off of weed. Like, it's something that you can reverse. Right. I was like, but I've never heard someone say that they could get off of Coke. Or crack or heroin. Never. Opioids. 
Never. And if they do, it's a long a process. process. It's, it's a arduous. long process. You're talking about, again. And that's scary, man, because college students. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't even imagine. We're that. not even in a, Buffalo State's not really that highly stressful of an environment well, to even so, so, go to Coke. <laughs> I mean, not, not, not Coca-Cola. Funny. Not the drink. I'm laughing at his face. You should see when he said Coke, like his eyes, everything got big. Like, man. I don't know. That, again, it's troubling on a multitude of levels. And if this is where we're going. How does one even transition from weed to to Coke? I have no idea. No, let's forget. How do they even get to Coke anyway? Where are they getting the money? And who thought it was a good idea? That's who I want to see because they need to be beat. I, like, they need a whooping. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, you need a whooping. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's scary it because is. you Just know, dangerous. like like even like back in the days with a couple of friends that I have, you know, what I'm saying who um, talk about their parents going to college and their parents would reminisce about the parties and stuff and how like back in the 80s, the 70s, mm-hmm. they would have like. Coke lines And they would snort coke They would be like weed And stuff like that But like They would be like No the real parties Yep With the coke That's the real party That's the real shit It was somebody too Who was that It was a What A Someone of a documentary That I Watched It was on An athlete Kind of like 30 under 30 On ESPN And they were talking About how much Again partying They were doing And they were like Yo the real party Is over here When you even Think about Richard Pryor's Movie Mm -hmm. Right Jojo Dancer Your Life is Calling Excellent movie If you've not seen it Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about that Getting high Snorting Lighting himself on fire Like it was Rick James Right here from Buffalo it's very it was very very prevalent at that man, time, but I don't know where these college sit, students, man. like you said, Rick James is like cocaine's a hell of a drug. Listen. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. I man, I've never had any experiences with it. I know people that have done it. Listen, I, no, let me tell you, I don't even want to be around. No, I'm, I'm a, when no, I haven't been around. Snitch, no, I have not I, been. Around. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even listen. I don't even want to be a. If I even see, if I even see a white powder substance, I'm I'm like, I'm out. See y'all later. Like this, I get the. I'm I'm gone. My my. You can do what you want. You can do what you want. I'm not even saying that. I'm gone. Yeah, like I'm gone. mm -mm. That ain't a party for me. That is not a party for me. That and shooting, like there's just something about needle, like. It would really just freak hair, me out. Hair, like, and that's hair on. Hair, hair wrong. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard about that on college. No, though. that's a good thing. I haven't heard the about that. Had, that would be a good thing. Yeah, I haven't heard about that but, because that that's bad. But that, so, so here's really the deal. Bad. So you brought up something. So let's just get move from the whole idea of drugs on college campuses because it's been a thing. It will continue to be a thing. Why college though? But well, and this is the and this is the conversation. They're coming to some of them are coming to college already, having dealt drugs, having taken and participated in drugs. You said, what is so stressful about this about college in their life already that you go all the way to cocaine? They go straight for the gusto. Ain't no transition. There's no kind of like, okay, let me graduate into something. Bam, we coming straight at it. 
what is it about the millennials and the Generation Zs that they feel, you know what, let's try this. They're the most brilliant bunch of people I've ever, they're brilliant Emotionally unstable, though, need validation. They need stuff in the soundbite. They don't take real um, redirection well. Kind of, kind of fragile people. <laughs> uh, they are. However, brilliant, very entrepreneurial. They will they will crank out two and three businesses in college. I give so, you all the credit for that one. So is it the fact that because they're so entrepreneurial, because they're so um, bright, because they're so in this world where technology brings us all closer together that they're just exposed to so many other things like drugs the wind which we had to go home to get a phone call mm-hmm. remember that's true ma did such and such call me yep and, then rem- and remember before we had three way or two way yep the phone was busy yeah they don't know it. nothing about that you don't know nothing about the landline phones and having a busy <laughs> line nah you you know about having your own phone you know yeah. and wait no and remember we only had one phone one phone and you couldn't take the phone in your room you didn't have a phone in your room and if you tried to you would try to take like the cordless phone <laughs> or you would try to take like the landline phone and try to stretch it as long as you could and then stop wherever and you start. were <laughs> and you get the long long cord a 25 foot cord so we really just showing how yes yes we are sorry y'all cultured okay and we are yeah but w- what's happening that's giving them the feeling or inviting them and them like, oh, you know, and, and inviting the college students into the space, high school students, and they're saying, wow, Coke is a good idea. I don't know. Like, what, fuck what, that. What, how is it, how is it that, let, go back to the weed. How is it that you are a first year student, not even technically a student yet, yeah, but you, you come up here, GPA. you come up here and the first thing you do is smoke weed. Yeah. I know. I, um, it was in the morning right outside the building that we work in. I'm walking up. It was a sister and a brother. She had her house shoes on. He was, and right there, no shame. And let me say this, this was before they even decriminalized marijuana in New York. This was either last year or the year before that. I was like, yo, y'all real bold with it. Like literally standing right there in the morning. I'm like, maybe that's how some people prepare. Maybe that's a part of their daily routine and getting them their mental together. So is they it, can is the myth on. true? Do you think the what's myth the, is true that people smoke weed to get inspiration? I don't know. Like I've heard that I've heard people smoke weed because that, that it helps them to process and think more. Mm. You know, there's a rumor that Albert Einstein used to smoke, and when he did, that's when he had like all the greatest ideas and all the greatest epiphanies. Well, you know? Albert Einstein was really good in terms of the ideas, but he wasn't the execution behind it. He was smart enough to put the right people around him to do the execution. He wasn't the smartest cat on the team in terms of the execution and the X's and O's and the math problems. He had a bomb team. Mm-hmm. So he, he was the initiator and the implementer in that particular instance. So, but that wouldn't surprise me either. They said, you know, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Barack. Wait, look. <laughs> Barack. 
Man, you, man, there's a picture of Barack smoking a bogey. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, but it, I understand the recreational part, but it's not, it's becoming to a part where it's like, it's, you know, it's dangerous. It's, it's, it's an addiction. Well, so it's an addiction. Now. So let's, say, I never thought that weed would be an addiction. But so, but we know again for the, we're going to be talking about being fair and balanced. Alcohol is an addiction. Cocaine is the addiction. All of them are addiction if you can't walk away from it. But let's go a step further. Food is an addiction. Oh, man. Shopping is an addiction. Oh, God. I'm, I'm a victim of that too. Right. So, and then some of gambling is an addiction. Not a victim of that. <laughs> but what I'm saying nope. is, right, every, for the most part, everyone have their own vices. Yeah. Everyone have their own vices, and some That's of true. them are more detrimental to our health, mind, body, and spirit. But then some of them, let's just say, it's not weed or a drug, so to speak. What about coffee and tea, caffeine? Caffeine is a drug. Come on, sugar. So we just, as Americans, have an addictive personality. Let's just admit it. So is it that we just are addicted and we're trying to move through these spaces and numb ourselves and we're looking for the fastest, quickest thing to get us over the realization of our lives and Mm -hmm. the pressures that we're experiencing? So we (sighs) self-medicate. Would you ever? Would you ever, ever, ever? <laughs> two truths and a lie. Two. Never have ever. Two lies and the truth or whatever have it ever. is. I don't know. Never have I, ever, I, ever. I, whatever, I, what? Would you ever consider, like, after after all your accolades are done, all mm. your achievements, and, you know, you just, you retire, you just walk it into the sunset. Yes. You going to be waking a bacon? I don't, I don't see myself... As an individual who will wake up and just, you know, blaze a joint. My father used to smoke weed a lot. I remember one time I I found a stash, me being, you know, a curious (laughs) kid, you know, going through his stuff and all this other stuff. And I found a stash of weed and I was like, I was like, yo, my dad smoked. It it went from smoking weed to my dad sells weed. (laughs) You just escalated the whole thing. Escalated the whole thing. All the way narrating the story. The whole thing. And I. So I college students, man, listen, I listen. So let me answer the question before we end it and tell, you know, give some whatever we want. Yeah. I can't see myself right now on this particular day as I'm present to the question on the 26th of September, not certain what time it is saying I would, I can't see myself being like, okay, soon as I wake up and then here it is. However, because I have my own daily routine, mm-hmm. right? I have the way in which I get up, the way in which I'm a meditating, way in which I feed myself and get myself ready for the day. But it's all said and done. You know, I can move about the the cabin as I so please because I've done the work. I'm retired. I'm hanging with my husband. We're chilling. We, you know, couples, you and Sierra, and the kids come or whatever. No, the kids won't be able to come. We'll mm-hmm. just be doing the couple thing mm-hmm. and hanging out. Mm-hmm. And if... You know, we want to participate in um, cannabis or smoke. Absolutely, if I'm feeling it, sure, indeed. However, I'm not going, I can't, I don't have that kind of addictive personality where I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to have a weed, I mean, a joint every day. I have to smoke it in the middle, in the afternoon, and at night. No. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever 
I'd rather listen. If we're gonna talk about something, let me give me a cupcake. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do yeah. edible. No, I mean now I'm talking about just a cupcake. It don't oh. have to have nothing in it. If I'm gonna be getting something, give me a cupcake. <laughs> a red velvet cupcake with cream Ooh. cheese frosting. Mm. Give me a cupcake. Or if or if we're talking about that, yeah. You know I wouldn't what? mind a cupcake with some cannabis inside of it. You know what? But since we're talking about addiction, I think our next episode we should really talk about food being an addiction. It is. Especially bad. Food. And well, and it's so funny. I just saw this quote on IG and it was Dr. Sabian, right? And you know how we say, I want some soul food. I mm-hmm. want some I want something good. Like right? what do you want to eat? I want something good. Make you feel good. Make you feel good. That warm and fuzzy, that comfort food. Dr. Sabi said, soul food is food that fuels you. Not food that makes you want to go to sleep. Not food that causes cholesterol, high cholesterol, you know, high pretension and all of these comorbidities. So food fuels you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go Dr. Sabi. Yeah. Shouts to Dr. Sabi, man. Indeed. We miss you, brother. I know, We right? miss you, man. So, yeah, we can talk about, you know, food and addiction. And I think not only the food and the addiction, but the addictive ways and the practices around our food and the way the FDA and not so much is bringing it to our kitchen tables. Talk about the student union food. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Anyway, but yo, listen, man, that's a wrap for us tonight. I think that's a wrap for us, man. I I think think we, we had a great conversation. I think we done delved, uh, deep enough into the context of weed, at least as far as we wanted to go. so, So here's the deal. This one, one of the call to action or suggestion, because we are not certain. So if you are a college student and you live in the state of New York and the state has decriminalized, again, smoking cannabis, know, again, we read them off, but know it for yourself. Know what your rights are. Know how much you can have on your person. So, again, it doesn't end up costing you your college or your freedom or anything in between. And then the other thing is if you are a cannabis smoker, marijuana, weed, whatever it is that you want to call it, and you're unclear about what your institution rules and policies and regulations are, ask the damn question. Please. Can you smoke it right outside? The administrative bill, are there parameters? And if so, be real clear on that because that's the thing we're talking about. Govern yourself, protect Exactly. Just be educated about the process and don't let somebody placate you into their prison. I'll leave it at that. Come on now. For the love of, man. It's your favorite campus uncle. It's Uncle Fred. And it's the Liberated Project. Check my sister and pain, struggle, and victory. Tamara. What's good? I'm saying great conversation, man. I think we delved. In, I think we went deep enough. We we didn't give no experiences. No, we I mean didn't. we did, but not. It was really. surface. Yeah, but yeah, not really. I think I, I think I'm the one that played the fool tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, man. For the love of, check us out get on Instagram. I'm saying, get at us, man. You got some topics you want us to discuss? Let us know. Questions. You know what I'm saying, you got some inquiries. Podcast. We're Listen, still looking. Download. We're still looking for some. Uh, yeah, we're on every platform, y'all. Download every platform. Download. I think isn't yeah Spotify all that shit. We yes, on we all are. of it. You know what I'm saying, let us know what you want, man. We holla at y'all. 
Merch coming soon. Whoa. Sickness again. Jabril, Jabril, your bruh. Thank you. Whoa. That logo, I'm telling you, I don't care what nobody say. I will put that logo up again. And that, and I got some inquiries what? about some interns too. Really? Mm. That's what's up. Next level, y'all. Come on now. Elevation. I'll leave you off with that. We out. Peace. Peace. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah. Hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high.